0: This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone, to a special episode of Conversations with Victor and possibly some Andrea. We'll see if I can get a hold of her later. Uh, Right now, I am alone in the podcast room here at WKYT. We've all been doing our part to social distance. Uh, Most of the reporters aren't even in-house right now. Uh, They're out kind of working from the field. Our producers are spread out. Uh, If you've seen us anchoring, then... Uh, then you know that obviously there's some separation on the set. I think Jim Caldwell's actually working from home. So a lot of changes being made, but we are all getting through this together, and I thought, you know, um, something I've been enjoying doing to get through all this, I've been watching some TV. Surprise, surprise, I'm guessing a lot of you all have done that right now. Uh, Frozen 2 is out. So far I've only had to watch it once. Uh, I say had to, because I did not think it was as good as the first one. And uh, it, it reminded me a lot of Moana. It was kind of derivative there. Anyway, so today I'm doing something, uh, I'm, I'm making some chicken salad out of uh, other parts of the chicken. So for Gray TV, we do uh, kind of fun stuff within the company all, all the time, and one of the things they did for um, March Madness this year was they were doing a kind of an in-house contest where they had a list of TV shows, we would pick our favorite, and then they would insert them randomly into the bracket. And then those would be represented by a team in the NCAA tournament, and so then you could win something depending on if you picked your favorite show. So it's kind of fun for everybody to play along with that. Obviously, with what happened with the NCAA tournament, that didn't get to happen. But you know what I got here? I've got a bracket of, I believe, 64 TV shows, and I've got me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play out this bracket based on uh, my personal favorites to determine... The winner of the March Mayhem, greatest TV show of all time, according to one man who hasn't seen several of these shows. Uh, so there you go, a few um, caveats there. And you know what? Let's get started. And uh, again, these were all put in here randomly. They said. So, although some of these matchups, I have to wonder because they have they really have some some stuff. Well, you'll you'll see you'll get you'll see. Uh, I'm gonna try to just get through the first round today, and then. Um, you know, we'll see how long it takes and maybe we'll do the, the other ones later on the first matchup. And uh, again, there's, I didn't put these shows on here. So, you know, some of my favorite shows may not even be on here and that's okay. Like right now I've been watching my hero academia. Um, it's an anime on Hulu and my wife, uh, is tired of, <laughs> of coming home to see me watching it. So, uh, it's on my phone now and I've been watching it, uh, you know, my lunch break and stuff. And, and let me tell you, when your coworkers walk by and see that you're a grown man watching a cartoon, sometimes you get some looks. All right, so the first matchup in the east in the Eastern Conference uh, looks like Twilight Zone versus All My Children. Uh, so I have a long history with All My Children. Growing up, my mom and I lived with my grandma, and Grandma loved All My Children. Uh, All My Children and One Life to Live; those were her shows. Once General Hospital came on, she didn't care about that. We could turn that off. I could start watching cartoons. So it was, this thing would happen every summer because I'd stay home with grandma and be like, oh my goodness, soaps are on. But then I'd start watching. And so by the time summer was over and I had to go back to school, I'd be like, but what's going to happen with Todd? And so then I'd end up getting into it. So, yes, uh, all my children, um, uh, Erica Crane, was that her name? Uh, you you all will correct me. Somebody will. Anyway, um, I'm still going with Twilight Zone. I, I feel like culturally, that is uh, a lot more of a, a touchstone. You think about the uh, the Twilight Zone, the movie, and um, the little goblin on the on the wing. So I was a big fan of Twilight Zone. But Susan Lucci, she played Erica Crane, and she famously lost the Daytime Emmy Award a whole bunch until she finally won it. All right, so here we go. Let's mark in. Twilight Zone. This also isn't set up very well for me since I'm left-handed and the microphone's on the left. Alright, up next Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus Miami Vice. Growing up, I always fashioned myself a bit of a uh, Sonny Crockett. Uh, I was delusional, but that doesn't change the fact that I really enjoyed Miami Vice. But, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is my jam, so I'm gonna pick Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Uh, There was a very special episode where he met his father, who he hadn't seen in a long time. Um, As a young boy who grew up without a dad, it was a very emotional episode. Um, It's still now kind of one of those challenge things where people play it and dare you not to cry. And I fail every time. So anyway, uh, yeah, there's my sad story. And here's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Moving to the next round. All right, up next, The Tonight Show versus Modern Family. So when Modern Family first started, I was a huge fan. I DVR'd it every week, I watched every episode, and I know this is the final season, but I want to say about halfway through, it got real bad. It was just not not as good as it used to be. Um, and The Tonight Show, it's had its ups, it's had its downs, but I think the current incar- incarnation with Jimmy Fallon is very good. I think we're actually living in a... Um, Uh, Right now in a moment of excess good television That's why whenever people are like Oh, you've never watched that It's like, well no, there's lots of stuff I'll probably never get around to watching Um, But right now, I'm going to go with The Tonight Show Um, I guess in all versions If you think about Johnny Carson And uh, Jay Leno, Jimmy Fallon Conan O'Brien, briefly Um, Alright, Tonight Show Uh, What do we have next? Seinfeld Versus CSI. CSI, obviously, a juggernaut. You have CSI Miami. CSI Las Vegas. CSI uh, Outer Banks, New Jersey. Did they do CSI Campton? I can't remember. They had a lot of CSI. But I'm going Seinfeld uh, because it it never failed to make me laugh. There we go. Seinfeld. Up next, Will of Fortune versus The Office. Two juggernauts. Every night when I get home still, my wife has on Wheel of Fortune. We watch it. To me, I feel like it's not as good as Jeopardy. Jeopardy is really my jam. But you can't deny the staying power of the wheel. I'm still going with The Office. It's one of my absolutely favorite shows of all time. Recently finished a rewatch. I'm going to say right now it's probably the number one seed in this tournament. It's going to be difficult. But you never know. There are some other shows in here that could knock it off. Uh, we'll get more into the office, I'm sure, as it makes its way through the tournament. Up next, Beverly Hills 90210 versus the Golden Girls. I'm going to tell you all some harsh truths you need to hear right now. Beverly Hills 90210 is garbage. It's just not that good of a show. You probably watched it when you were younger. If you go back and try to watch it now, ugh, it does not hold up. Golden Girls, on the other hand, will stand the test of time as one of the greatest TV shows Ever made. Oh, no, I'm already noticing next round. It's going to be The Office versus The Golden Girls. Man, that's going to be... It's going to be a hard one. All right, but there we go. For now, I'm picking The Golden Girls. I dare you to watch that and not still enjoy it. As a child, I laughed. As an adult, I laugh. And there's actually a Funko strategy game where you can play as The Golden Girls and uh, you can combine it with other sets so you can have, like, the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park fighting The Golden Girls. What a world we live in. Alright, up next. Glee versus Gossip Girl. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen Gossip Girl. If it's your jam, good for you. It's not for me. Um, Glee, I was really into when it first started. I was all about Don't Stop Believing. Um, Like a lot of shows, the quality kind of dripped after a while. But I'm going with Glee. Alright, up next. The Big Bang Theory versus Saved by the Bell. Uh, my wife really enjoys The Big Bang Theory. Uh, I've seen a, a Venn diagram before that I liked that said it was kind of like um, Arrested Development was a show about stupid people for smart people, um, and The uh, Big Bang Theory was kind of the inverse of that. Figure that out as you will. Here's the other thing I'll say about The Big Bang Theory. I think if they took the laugh track out, it would be funnier because it actually does have some pretty funny moments, some awkward comedy that I enjoy. But I feel like some of the punchlines are just literally like, here's a nerd thing, huh? We all laugh. Uh, Whereas the awkward interpersonal relationships um, actually does offer some good comedy. So anyway, I'm going Big Bang Theory here, just because I would say by the bell growing up, but I think we can all be honest that it is also like 90210. Probably not a show that holds up. Just a little sip of water here. All right. Big Bang Theory. BBT. Murder, She Wrote versus The Blacklist. Um, I'll go through this one pretty quick. Just go with Murder, She Wrote here. Jessica Fletcher, still just a classic character. I know a lot of people like The Blacklist. For me, um, I don't know, a lot of those crime shows kind of run together. So, there you go. Speaking of crime shows that run together, Law & Order, SVU versus How to Get Away with Murder. Definitely have to go with SVU. Uh, big Elliot Stabler fan. And uh, Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargitay, however you say her name. There's also a big Olivia Benson. I believe that's her name. Yeah, that's one of those shows. I don't care if you've seen it, how many times you've seen it. They're just so well produced. Um, To me, they're kind of like a McDonald's hamburger. Even if it's not the healthiest for me, even though I I know they they make millions of them that are all the same, they're still delicious. So I just think if you're going to watch a procedural show, you should probably watch the best one. And Law & Order SVU is right up there. All right, we have Vampire Diaries versus Chicago Fire. Um, there's a whole Chicago genre. They have Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. I've never watched any of them. I did watch the first like four seasons of the Vampire Diaries. I realize that's not the manliest thing to say, but you know what? I liked it. Uh, Ian Somerhalder was good on there after uh, his turn on Lost, and uh, so there we go. Up next, Mash versus The Simpsons. Two titans. Mash had one of the highest-rated television shows of all time on their final episode. Um, yeah, there you go. You know what? The Simpsons is on Disney Plus. I've started watching it again, and it is an all-timer. This is a, this is a tough matchup in the first round to have those two going against each other. I'm still going with The Simpsons. I realize I probably upset uh, some people here, but that's what that's what's going. Uh Empire versus Sixty Minutes. Those two shows don't really have a lot in common. Um I haven't actually I take that back. I did watch the first few episodes of Empire. It was very good. But Sixty Minutes is an institution. You just think about all the uh the good content they put out. Mm, that's tough. I'm going Sixty Minutes. I also feel like as a journalist, um, I might lose my um all credibility I had if I didn't send through 60 minutes. All right, up next. Uh, Scandal versus The Incredible Hulk. I have not watched Scandal. I know that she solves a lot of problems and apparently has something to do involved with the president. Um, I am... Hmm. But here... I watched The Incredible Hulk growing up, obviously. Big Marvel fan and nerd. Uh, that Hulk has been eclipsed by Mark Ruffalo. But, uh... I even enjoyed the TV movies whenever Thor and Daredevil showed up. Uh, so here we go. We're going with Hulk. All right, up next, uh, Knight Rider versus WKRP in Cincinnati. So this is two times of my childhood, and this is, this is very tough because you think about Michael Knight. I had a Knight Rider uh, big wheel. I'd pull the brake. I'd do a power slide. Uh, I would do the voice of Kit. It probably wasn't the most accurate thing. I was a huge Knight Rider fan. But WKRP in Cincinnati is hilarious, and if you've never seen the Thanksgiving episode... Um, oh, there's people outside. I'm being loud. That's alright. Uh, I don't think anybody knows I'm in here. Um, the Thanksgiving episode where he drops live turkeys from helicopter and says, I thought turkeys could fly. It's So good. So I'm going WKRP. That's a tie, one, though. That could have gone either way. All right. Up next, Leave it to Beaver versus America's Got Talent. This one's just a recency bias. I realized that Leave it to Beaver was a classic TV show, but I never watched it. Whereas America's Got Talent, you know, I watched those clips online. I've watched a few seasons. And I was a big Terry Fader fan. He's the guy who did uh, Ventriloquism. And the first time he shows up, he's got a little girl and he sings At Last by Eddie James. And um, yeah, so America's Got Talent goes through in that round. All right, we're halfway through. I've still got some breath left in me. Up next, The Good Doctor versus The Good Place. This is not even close in my mind because I think The Good Place is one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen. It just wrapped up. If you have Hulu, maybe on Netflix also, you owe it to yourself. You can just watch the entire thing. It's such an easy watch. Uh, there's some twists to it. So yeah, this is a good place. It's one of those shows that I I would say, oh, you haven't seen that? So there we go. Dancing with the Stars versus Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Grey is in a walk in this one. That's not really close. Um, this is another one of those shows that I recently found out Grey's Anatomy is still on TV. How? How? Why? I guess people are still watching it. But again, the first few seasons, I was really into it. Um, You know everything going on, Uh, McSteamy and McDreamy and all that. Um, I guess you know my soap opera tendencies from from living with my grandma, still carried through. So there we go. Uh, A Million Versus Little Things versus Gilligan's Island. We're going to go with Gilligan since I don't actually know what A Million Little Things is. Uh, There we go. This Is Us versus Wonder Woman. So I just know This Is Us as the show that makes everybody cry. Um, I don't. I don't watch a lot of sad dramas anymore because in my job I see a lot of sad stuff. And so, you know, it's a lot of comedies. Um, Although, does pro wrestling count as a sad drama? I guess it's possible. Anyway, uh, I'm going with Wonder Woman here. There we go. Wonder Woman. American Ninja Warrior versus I Love Lucy. I love American Ninja Warrior. I love watching people do incredible feats of uh, athleticism. But I love Lucy as winning this one. It's it's not close. Uh, one of the funniest shows. And she also I believe she was a producer on Star Trek. So she helped get that get that made. So obviously pretty big legacy there. Now that I think of it, I don't think Star Trek is on here. Hmm, we have to talk to somebody about that. Alright, up next, Cops versus Cheers. Um two shows. I enjoyed a lot. I was a bigger Frasier fan than Cheers. Um but I'm going to go with cheers on this one. So there we go. Up next, Parks and Recreation versus 30 Rock. This is what I was talking about when I said this was done randomly. I have a hard time believing these two got paired up randomly. These are just two of the greatest comedies that have ever been. This is, this is hard. You know, you, th- you think about uh, What a Week, Liz Lemon, but it's only Wednesday. And um, Kenneth the Page. Huh, I love Thirty Rock, but I love Parks and Rec more. If you've never seen Parks and Rec, you owe it to yourself to watch it. The uh, Sunshine, the Hope of Leslie Nope, being a public servant, thinking she can get th- things done. Ron Swanson, one of the greatest characters ever. Chris Pratt was supposed to just be a uh, kind of a guest star, only being a few episodes. Ended up becoming a recurring character because he was so funny. So good. So there we go. Parks and Recreation. Aubrey Plaza. I mean, everybody in the cast is great. I just can't. So there we go. Parks and Parks and Rec. Uh, that may be my two seed. Who knows? The Andy Griffith Show versus The Brady Bunch. I was a Brady Bunch guy growing up. For me, Andy Griffith Show was always the show that was in black and white. It was kind of like, ooh. I know it's a classic, and I could probably whistle the theme song. But I'm going with Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch movies. Well, at least the first one. Also very good. All right, up next, Friends versus Friday Night Lights. I was a huge Friends fan when it first came on. Um, looking back, though, I don't know if it holds up as much or it holds up as well as people think. It, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's still funny, and I know that new people find it, which is one of the things that I find interesting, that you have new generations of fans who love Friends And I I think this is going to be an upset, but I'm going with Friday Night Lights here. I love Friday Night Lights. Um, I've watched, here's here's a fun fact, I've watched every episode of Friday Night Lights except the very last one. Uh, I think it came out at the time that I was moving from my old apartment to moving in with my now wife. Um, I DVR'd it because it came on at night and I I worked mornings. And um, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it before I moved out of the apartment. And you know what? I feel like watching that last episode, it would would just be too hard for me. So there we go. Alright, up next. The Price is Right versus Survivor. Two institutions. We all remember, well I don't know if we all remember, if you're young enough, you may not be. But uh, So I remember when Survivor started, what a juggernaut it was. It's still just, just a juggernaut. It's still very popular. If we ever have severe weather when Survivor's on, you know it because we start getting calls into the newsroom. And let me just tell you, people, uh, if a tornado's coming and we're trying to save lives, I'm sorry you're not getting to watch Survivor, but you can watch it online. There's lots of ways to watch it. Calm down. Uh, so there we go. Survivor's amazing, but the price is right is my jam. Um, just think, when Bob Barker left, everybody thought, well, it's gonna, how are they going to find somebody who has that personality, that charisma? And they did. Drew Carey's amazing. He's so good. And it's it's... It's surprising that the show is still just as good, I think. You know, anytime I was homesick, getting to watch The Price is Right. Then when you're in college, The Price is Right is like an old fin- friend that follows you around. You know, when you're younger, you're in high school, anytime you're homesick during the summer, the Price is Right's always on. Then when you're in college, sometimes at lunch, you're in your dorm, The Price is Right's on. Now, as an adult, whenever I'm getting ready for the noon new news, we've got The Price is Right on because we're playing, you know, our programming. So, boom. There we go. Price is right. Going through. Up next, Will and Grace versus Saturday Night Live. Will and Grace is a great show. Um, Jack always made me laugh. And um, I think it also did a lot positively for our culture. Um, You know, a a lot of people felt like, oh, suddenly they knew people in this show that they could relate to. And so um, I think it helped a lot of people out. Um, But Saturday Night Live is... It's weird because it's got peaks and valleys, but I feel like the peaks are so good in such an institution, I'm taking Saturday Night Live. Growing up, when I, I went to middle school in Tennessee, uh, Big Sandy, Tennessee, and my friend Jason, his mom, had a video store. And I would spend, sometimes I'd go spend a Friday or Saturday night with him, and on Fridays, any videos that somebody hadn't picked out at that point, we could we could take a video or two home with us. And they had Eddie Murphy's Greatest Hits on Saturday Night Live. And surprisingly enough, in this small town, that was one of the movies that did not get checked out often. So, every Friday, we'd grab Eddie Murphy's Saturday Night Live, we'd take it, and that would be one of the things we'd watch. And so, I got used to Buckwheat Sings, Will Po Nub, Velvet Jones, just a whole lot of characters that, uh, you know, I may have been a little young to watch, but it certainly inspired me. Alright, up next, Dynasty vs. E.R., uh, I miss Dynasty. It's a little too old for me. I know who shot Who shot JR was a big thing. But um, ER with George Clooney, Juliana Margulies. I remember when she left and it turned out she was back with George Clooney. That was a big deal. So I'm going with ER on that one. All right, up next American Idol versus Big Brother. Two huge reality shows. Big Brother is a show that um, I would say like every fifth season I'll watch. I just, you know, just happen to catch it and it's like, oh, I'm in on this one. Um, I've definitely enjoyed it. But American Idol uh, is is my pick here. If anything, because it brought us Kelly Clarkson, she's a ray of sunshine, um, and so I'm glad that American Idol brought a, brought her into our life. Uh, okay, I'm next. Twenty Four versus the Goldbergs. I haven't watched all of Twenty Four, which is it's going to upset my friend Sean, but um, what I've seen is very good. Goldberg's also very funny, and it's right in my wheelhouse, I mean, he basically writes about stuff that I uh, love, but I'm going 24 here, it is definitely an institution alright we're getting near the end Dallas versus the West Wing oh wait, yeah, Dallas was who shot J.R. Uh, you, you know, um, if you're getting ready to compose an email to tell me how wrong I was about Dynasty, Dynasty was uh, oh man, what's her name anyway, okay, that's, that was a mistake there, but that's alright uh, Dallas was Who Shot JR. Dynasty was the other show, which I think one of them may have a spinoff of the other. Anyway, again, these were shows that when I was young, I didn't care about. Uh, but I did enjoy The West Wing. So there we go. Aaron Sorkin doing some good work there. And finally, The Bachelor versus Lost. Uh, I'm picking Lost here because I was... My friends and I would have Lost parties. We would get together every week. We'd all watch the latest episode. And um, it did peter off there a little bit at the end. They obviously created questions they didn't have the answer to. Which was a bit of a bummer. But overall, I loved Lost. The Bachelor's fine. Um, I think it may be doing harm <laughs> to the people on it. But that's, that's a conversation for another day. So there we go. We've cut down our first round... Hopefully I'm able to come back next week sometime to put the rest of it together. We'll go through... Maybe We may do the whole thing, because it obviously gets easier. I've cut out half the field at that point. So there we go. Uh, the people who made it through Twilight Zone, Fresh Prince... Okay, that's just a lot of them. You you all heard what happened. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Uh, I'll tell you what I am going to do right now. I'm going to call Andrea Walker. Um, I gave her a little bit of a heads up that this might be happening. And we will see if she's able... To answer the phone. She may not. She may just shoot me out, shoot me down. And that's acceptable, too. We've all got a lot going on. This is really embarrassing. I tell people we're friends, and then she doesn't even answer the phone when I call. Um.
1: Your call has oh, been forwarded to an automated voice.
0: That hurt. All right, well, I'm glad you all got to experience that with me. Um, And then, you know, when she is finally on again, I'm sure she'll have a good excuse for why she didn't answer the phone when her good friend Victor called. Um, So, yeah, everybody, if you're sitting at home right now, or if you're one of the people who are still out and about, hopefully just for good reasons, remember to take care of yourselves. Uh, Obviously, we're all going through something right now, but I I think we're all doing what we can to uh, try to limit exposure, limit the spread. And, um, oh, maybe. Is, is this her? No, she's still not coming. All right, well, there we go. Uh, you know what? If she does call me back, maybe I'll, I'll add it in next week. So, there you go, everybody. Uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you thought about those picks. And, uh, next week we'll have part two. Because, really, we can't have guests. <laughs> I can't have guests. I can't really have anybody else in the room with me. I'm a little bit limited. But if there's something you want to talk about, you know, we'll talk about it. I've been playing Legend of Zelda. Uh, Link's Awakening on my Game Boy Advance. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I've been doing and watching My Hero Academia because I'm a 12-year-old child. All right, everybody. Have a good week. And um, in place of Andrea, I'll do it for her. Bye. Andrea, you called me back.
1: I know
0: it's a shock.
1: <laughs> what? I said I know it's shocking.
0: It is shocking. For a second, I thought you rattled off an expletive, and I was like, well, I'm going to have to delete this part. Yeah, I'm. I'm rolling. I'm oh. recording. I've, I've already. I, I went through. Um, I, I guess I didn't tell you what I was doing ahead of time. I took the March Mayhem tournament that the station put together, um, and I'm doing it by myself. My favorite shows, one at a time. Um, we're going to get through the entire tournament because I felt like it was a distraction.
1: Your March tournament.
0: The March Mayhem. You know the great TV. The tournaments with oh, all. Oh, the...
1: okay. Yeah, I got you.
0: But yeah, I'm, I'm rolling right now because I was like, you know what? I need the content and. Uh, You'll have to walk me through it. Oh well, I'm doing it by myself, so you can listen to it. That's fine. I um, was. Oh, it? you
1: did it by yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I could not really have anybody in the room with me. True. Since oh, we're all fun. since we're all distancing, um, so I'm not going to keep you long. I know you've had a long day. You put together a great piece with Dick Gabriel all about um, what it's like for him to not not to not have the NCAA tournament this year.
1: it's such a weird year because you know there are no brackets to fill out you know there's there's no bragging rights on the line it just it's obviously a weird march anyway but that part of it kind of adds to everything and it's just because of Kentucky you know I mean basketball is not just basketball here it is not a sport it is a way of life so I knew people would be kind of sad today because we were supposed to start the tournament today and you know Jake Gabriel he was like, he said himself, this is not me. These are his words. But he was like, I'm an old guy, and this ain't happened in my lifetime. Yeah. The tournament. So it is,
0: it's crazy. And, then, and obviously there's a lot of serious stuff going on. People who people have lost their jobs, people who are having um, health issues. And so, you know, we don't want to overshadow that. But for a lot of people, I mean, this is the most important thing in their life. And so it matters to them. And you, you think about all the high school kids. Like I did a story in Clark County, and they were so excited because their boys and girls teams both made it to the Sweet 16. And they were, they were so excited as a county. And for that season to just end with nothing, it's pretty heartbreaking for those kids.
1: Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, and I know my, my school, West Jessman. we don't make it often, but we did make it this year. And it, it breaks my heart for them. I know we got, when I was a freshman, was the only year we even got close. And we lost the game before mm. we would have gone to rub to, uh, I remember this, Henry Clay. Oh, it hurt. It hurt, man. It, it is sad. And then you also have to think about all these guys, um, you know, in college basketball mm-hmm. and, and the women as well. And it's like a lot of them, this was their last chance to kind of have the national stage to show off for the league and, you know, maybe make it to the NBA, which we all know is something they dream of. And just playing in the tournament in general, I mean, we're missing all the Cinderella stories and, you know, you never, you never see those things coming, and it's always just so beautiful. And you almost enjoy watching those, you know, little teams make it, you know, far and yeah. cheer for them as much as you cheer for Kentucky. And oh, it's just so sad. And you know, we were talking about the Olympics and just the theme song. And Dick said, you know, that's been the theme song for March for me for so many years, and it's it's gone.
0: Yeah, it's it's been it's been a weird, weird month or two. It has. But
1: um, you're right about one thing, like. I think it's really important right now to stay positive and I've loved that you know Governor Bashir has even encouraged people to keep their sense of humor because Mm -hmm. I think that's that's really good for your mental health no doubt and there are some nice things happening I mean we've been so divided for so Mm -hmm. long and unfortunately this is almost i guess what it took for us to come together and you know help each other and just appreciate the fact that we're all human
0: you know yeah i, I think he's done he's done a very good job of being a steady voice and all this it was weird because the first time he held a press conference it was scary it's like oh no the governor's he's, he's the governor's talking directly what's going on but then as he did it more and more and more it started to become routine and it's like oh, okay well the governor's giving us another update and i feel like i just, find it
1: comforting
0: yeah yeah
1: i've i've seen some some you know funny tweets of comparing him to mr rogers <laughs> and it's like that's what we all need right now we need someone to just you know sit down be honest with us and and supportive and he's done a really good job and this this i'm like the governor i'm like i'm done with politics this is not like a political statement or anything but i think that it's important for us to just cross party lines when somebody does something good brag on them i don't mm-hmm. care which party you are it mm-hmm. should not matter it should not matter.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, Andrew. Well, how 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 are you doing? I know in the morning show, because I actually haven't been in the station that much. I've been doing all my work out away from everything. Um, I know, I guess, is Jim working from home?
1: Yeah, today was his first day doing that. And it did lead to a little bit of confusion because a lot of people were, you know, I posted a picture of him.
0: People started thinking, oh, no, Jim's got it.
1: Yes. They all were like, oh, I hope he gets well soon. And I I even wrote in the post, you know, he's not sick. This is just us being extra cautious and preparing in case we head in this direction. But, you know, people reading the post, come on now.
0: I (laughs) have the same thing. I, (laughs) I put up a post about how, you know, my daughter had been sick and I was worried about what had happened. She had a fever and I was worried about what it'd be like if we took her to the hospital. But then I also said she was fine by Sunday. You know, fever was completely gone. And all the posts were like... You know, and and people mean well, but they're just like, I hope she gets better, and it's like, no, she's she's better, she's fine. That was if you just read the entire thing. Oh gosh,
1: don't get me wrong, I do this all the time. It's embarrassing when you when you go back after you've already posted something and you um, like see what you did
0: wrong. Like, ooh. Yeah, or you're like, oh, I guess I see how people could have read taking that that way. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to just wanted to say hi. you and I haven't actually talked at all either. I mean, the past week we I you know, hate it. you've been in the morning show. I've I've been out. We haven't really got to see each other, so it's been kind of a bummer not to get to see your friends.
1: I know, it does. It makes me really sad, but I will say I've always loved Dick Gabriel. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite people at the Station, so catching up with him today was really fun and oh my gosh, he it's like he wrote my story for me with his sound bites I'm like you are a gem you <laughs> yeah. know he he did an interview not like knowing how to put together a story so he just made it very easy for me still took me forever because i'm slow and i'm ocd but <laughs> it wasn't <his> fault.
0: <laughs> it does it does make it easy and i appreciate you calling me back um, And you know, I know I, you didn't think I was going to. Well, here's thing, but I, I know there are people who enjoy the podcast and wanted to hear from you and from us, and it's kind of nice to have some normalcy in your routine. And we haven't put one out in, in, a, in a week or two, and I just thought you know it'd be nice to just have something down, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, people have
1: a lot of free time right now, so this would be a good thing to kind of catch up on some of our episodes. There you go. I
0: actually, I had somebody message me on Twitter and say, "Hey, you know, um, how are you doing? I enjoy your podcast, and I just want to cool. say how are you doing? I know." things are tougher and i messaged them back and i said you know this means a lot thank you so yeah, um, yeah i love
1: that and then another thing just to plug something else going on at the station i thought this was a really cool idea uh jim and chris bailey are going to do a weather class for kids that's nice uh, on facebook so and i already had a few adults that were like "Ooh, i love that because and, you know, the person who took me was actually older, you know, like in her 70s, 80s. So they're like, I never wanted to stop learning. And, you know, this is going to be something to distract me from everything and seeing how creative people are getting, just learning to do their jobs in a different way, figuring out how to help people. And, you know, if there is someone older in your neighborhood, just getting their groceries mm-hmm. for them. Like that is what's getting me through all this. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah. You know, you see you see the, the worst in people and you see the best in people right that's right uh, it's been it's it's nice to highlight the best so there we go well andrea thanks for calling back um i'm i'm done now with the podcast so i'm gonna say goodbye to everybody would you like to say anything bye